by the way, whose brown streaks are those on your sheets in your bedroom? Yours or whiskey's? Are those, oh, there's, there's brown streaks? This is spaghetti. <laughs> that's what? I, I, I eat in the bed now. That's, that's probably spaghetti. Probably spaghetti. Probably spaghetti. I never, I, I don't sleep naked, so it's not going to be my brown streaks. <laughs> okay. I haven't buck-fucked anybody, you, you too. eat in bed. I eat in bed. Gross. I do that in hotels. Oh, no. It's like, it's like, that's just laziness. All right. Ready? Ready. Hello, and welcome to Parade of Dicks. I am your hostess, Lucy Buttons, here with my co-producer, John L. Hello. We are wireless. We are wireless. We have new mics. We're a little echoey. I love to, like, I'll fix it in post. That's definitely going to be your mic now. <laughs> no, it's definitely my mic. You don't want it. Make sure. <laughs> Give me a fucking sticker. Thank you. So, John, I just did a shoot. Um, if you are interested in all of the things we do, you will be able to see a whole bunch of content uh, coming up in the next few weeks on both of our Instagrams, probably. Yep. Lots of photos, Facebook lots of videos. And, um, it's really Some of it's really stupid. And I had to I smoke. I think a lot of it is very stupid. Thank I think you. every single thing that we do is pretty stupid. Well, it's usually my concept, so that makes <laughs> sense. Um, but thank you for doing it. You're welcome. I exhausted him, and it's late. And 100%. We normally don't record this late, so we'll see if it's any good or garbage. It, we're always... A little bit of both. A little bit. I was going to say, we're always 51% garbage. I'm but better at keeping it succinct than you are. Good, yeah. So let's try. Um, but we haven't recorded in ages. We've been trying. It's hard to schedule. You're working full time. We're still in lockdown. Mm-hmm. I'm working part time, but I'm all over the place. Um, so I feel like we have a lot of area to cover to catch up. A lot. It's been months. Yeah, it's been a while. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm going to start with the dick disqualifier Ooh, today. Look at, we have a topic? It's been a fuck you. <laughs> I actually have lots of topics and lots of guests, but scheduling is a fucking nightmare. So. Our dictus qualifier today, which is actually not much of a discussion topic at all, <laughs> is if someone told me they were a Trump supporter and voting for him in this election, that would be a definite no-go for me. And if they tried to tell me that they weren't voting or were a third party, then um, it, I would continue the date in order to argue my point. Mm-hmm. But if I didn't turn them and convince them and get verbal confirmation of it, then they would also be disqualified. I 100% agree. And it's, this is not a, a condemnation of being a Republican. You can be a Republican. You can... 100%. You just... It's, old school Republican. Again, there are certain things, philosophies, that each party is uh, privy to or they are proud of that we should actually support. A lot there of those have actually switched... If you really go back again, it's people it's don't know that every few decades, uh, the the pendulum swings. Yeah. Um, but we've had uh, close to four years of real track record of this person's everyday doing that is just detriment not only for himself and the people around him, but for an entire peoples. Did you watch the debates? I I I tweeted. It as soon as because I I again to full disclosure, I am a permanent resident of the United States. 
I am not a citizen, so I am paying your taxes, but I cannot vote. Right. So I, I've, I've been already disappointed in trying to because you learn. pay more taxes than Trump does. I've that was extremely disappointing, but for the most part, it's like I'm paying for everything that you guys are paying for too, except that I don't have a say. So it's a right. little bit more depressing on my end. But I've, 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 I told myself initially. That it's it's the home stretch. It's uh. Did you watch the debates? I'm waiting I, for an answer. I saw eight minutes and I literally retched. You it, didn't have a favorite moment. It was painful. Don't get it, me wrong. It, it was, was painful, but it was. It, it was like uh, Peter Wallace, Christopher Wallace, Peter Wallace, Chris, the, Chris Wallace. Yeah. The the moderator. I felt so sorry for him. No, I didn't feel sorry. For, I hate them. Like, do your fucking job. And and the thing is, he was trying so hard. He was trying. He was trying. He was no. He, he was, gave Trump so much extra time. He was like a substitute teacher, and then their bullies <laughs> taking like over the teacher. the classroom. And it was it's it's looking at it, it's like he started as Mr. President and Mr. You know and Mr. and and you know uh, Biden or, or Joe, and then it devolved into like gentlemen, gentlemen. Please. I was like, okay, you know what? This is just insane. I watched the whole fucking thing. Oh, my God. So I deserve a prize. Um, could you fuck a, a Trump, a Trump supporter? supporter? No. no. I mean, um, that's a lot saying from somebody that hasn't banged in like weeks. But no. It's it's just different. This okay, is- I guess we're moving on now. <sighs> so you haven't banged in weeks. Ugh. And... Um, I feel like there's a story there. So I know we had a deadline. So mm-hmm. just to give some background, John L has been in an open relationship, mm-hmm. a very serious relationship, a serious mm-hmm. open relationship for a year and a half. Oh yeah. Close to a year and a half. I got a year and five months. Around so. a year and a half. The last update, which you guys didn't get, but I got was that they had, discussed moving in together and had maybe come up with the plan of getting the next door apartment to his existing Uh apartment so that they would each have their own spaces and also Uh because they're both working from home which can be really challenging um, especially when you're sharing a home and you both are and um, could have been an office could have been a studio and we're going to buy a car and yeah and have more you Uh know space for all the things you do and you were going to buy a car and then you came back from that trip with no car but with a cat right yeah, she, uh, she came back. With she the came cat. back with a cat. It was her sister's cat. Yes. Okay, so you came back. You did not get a car, uh-huh. but that was the plan. Yep. And then she went to visit her mom again, which we talked about in uh-huh. the last episode. So uh-huh. she went down there for two weeks. Two weeks. And there was some sort of deadline. So tell everyone about that. Uh, the deadline wasn't much. It was always on the table like when we were talking about moving in together uh middle of this year middle of 2020 her lease was coming up end of the year so we started talking about plans hence the you know maybe two bedroom maybe move into a different place but we kind of settled with this unique fun plan of getting another unit in the building so that we can use it as an office as a studio and whatnot so i was actually you know pleasantly surprised that uh, this person that I was seeing and was very much in love with and could see a, f- a future uh, with was progressing from her fears because I think we mentioned in episodes. I mean, past, I would be scared of living with you. Uh, you know what? You say that now, <laughs> but I am a fucking joy to be with. I cook. I clean. <laughs> I have health insurance. I got monies. I think we. I think that if we were in a relationship, we would have problems with the cooking and cleaning both because we eat very different things and our 
um, ways of cleaning and everything Probably. are very different. Yeah. yeah. And I, just I, a cat, it's hard to have a cat. 100%. But I, I, I don't think there's like a universe where we would be like I'm the just same wavelength. Yeah. No, I know. Um, but the, the thing was, uh, we've been um, going out for, you know, seriously uh, dating for more than a year. And she was the one who was saying that any friend of hers who's been dating somebody seriously for more than a year needs to have at least a plan moving forward. You don't, it's not required to move in. It's not required to get married and have kids. But at least you should start building something together because um, if not, you're just uh, delaying possibly not moving anywhere or like progressing. So she, which would, some people like that. Some people like that, but you know. And if you were both on the same page, I think that would yeah, have been Some fine. people would have been like, you know, happy to be boyfriend and girlfriend forever and ever. Um, Did you have a, a time frame going into that relationship? No, um, the idea was, I, again, I totally understand it. I don't want to sound somebody like, uh, you know, I'm requiring people for anything. I have no requirements at all. It's more of like progression. Literally, you have none. Because when I asked you 100%. about swiping on a friend on Hinge, 100%. you were like, I didn't even know that I did that because I swipe everyone because you get 50 a day. Yep. And it's, you know what's sad? So that 50 a day, that's uh, five times 50. It's 250 a week. Or at least a work week. Well, there's okay. I was like, there's yeah. seven days. In a week, I do okay. Monday through Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Try not to do that too much. Okay. So that's 250 swipes a week. Let's say two apps, Bumble and Hinge. Does Bumble limit your matches? Yeah, there's also a 50 limit per oh. day. Yeah. Um, I pop my maybe match with one every two weeks. Aww. You know how sad that is. That's fucking that's pretty sad. sad. But it got there because, um, you know, the only requirement that I require for partners is uh progress and a plan and plan we don't even have to follow it as things like we have a direction to go to so if we're gonna just keep on getting to know each other that's great or if we're gonna try to have a future together even better i'm more of like hey i'm a little bit older i'm a little bit more established i would rather have you know a possible family so live living together you want kids I, that's I, pretty important a kid. It is. yeah but i mean it, again it's but still not a requirement because i do not know myself five years from now sure something might happen and i'm you not gotta stupid. meet the person mm -hmm. and but my thing is you know if i wanted to be more economical with my finances purchase a house purchase a car it's best to be co-living with somebody so that should be a good first step. So I can't really okay. really have grand plans without moving together. She has had very, very bad experiences with the men in her life ever since her childhood, coming from her dad, first few boyfriends. She had very traumatic experience, and she never thought that she was ever going to live with anybody, and she's never had. Okay. Um, she started trying to work on it because we were progressing very, very well, but even with the progression, even with the uh, impending lease, even with the encouragement of her family that this is something that she should be more than happy to kind of risk, you know, see where it goes. Sure. She just couldn't push herself to really be in that unknown um, area or like environment with living with an actual, you know, boyfriend or like sure. a partner. And, I was thinking, it's like, if I don't move, if I don't change anything, it's going to be the same. So it's like, if if I stayed 
it would I would have encouraged her to possibly take even more time, which I would have been happy to give. But at this point in my life, like I know what I bring to the table. I'm not the best person in the world, but I definitely know I'm above average. So it was good to just leave it while we were friends and positive and encouraging to each other. Okay. Uh, she said she was going to go through therapy and, and, you know, really look at her demons. Because, like, you know, even her, like, her sister and mom's like, are you sure you guys are going to break up? Because, you know, uh, this might be, a good, might be a good thing. But, again, you know, it's a, I always told her, you know, I'm not living in, living with your parents or your sister. I'm living with you. So if you, if you have any, if you have 1% doubt, then no. Because the idea is I don't want to convince anybody to hang out with me. Right. I'm so the same way. When when um, I feel like someone doesn't want to be there, I want to leave or I want them to leave immediately. Which actually brings me to my update if you're done with your story. Let's do so this. you gave it two weeks and she went to Florida and came back and that was that. Yeah. I mean, Very she, mature decision. Yeah. No, she wanted, I said, like, you know, talk to your parents, talk to your family, and then see. Cause, and then when she came back, she was still, she wanted to, but she wasn't capable of and then i mentioned i was like then before we get you know so you're back on the market oh yeah it's it's terrible the worst time to be back on the market i don't i don't think so because you know it's just dating is horrible dating is horrible but there's like um less people here right now i would just i think kind of good okay yeah and your update now is and my update is complicated um, so COVID's been fucking hard, been fucking hard on relationships. My sister, my parents, you know, because of too much time together. People, it's a lot of time together. All of the things that you annoy each other is like heightened. You don't get fun times. There's nothing to look forward to. You can't go on vacations. You can't go away on weekends. The there's financial stress. There's just everything. Yeah. Even the people that aren't strapped financially and have both people still working, you know, they are having to figure out things with their kids or daycare, or working school. in the space. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So all sorts of things. Um, So it's been really fucking hard. And a few weeks ago, my partner uh, expressed that he really, my my supposed fiance. (laughs) There's a qualifier now. Said that he wanted to move to Greenpoint. Mm -hmm. Now, for people listening that don't live in New York City, it's still within Brooklyn. Mm -hmm. But it's on a different train line. (laughs) Not necessarily. And it's kind of hard to get to. But none of that is really the point. We've been together over three years. Mm -hmm. We've been living together over three years. And to all of a sudden say, he's always wanted to move there. But to all of a sudden be like, I'm ready to move now um, was a big deal. And so I made it really clear over... I gave him time to think about it before I told anybody. Mm. And then I... um, tried to make him understand that by moving out we were no longer going to be together because he definitely still mm. thought we would <laughs> and I, wasn't he inviting you when he was moving out though um maybe but i have been really clear that i was never going to move to Greenpoint because huh. it's extremely inconvenient for everything in my life interesting okay um and so I was like, yeah, if you want to go to Greenpoint and have fun, you know, <laughs> same when he talks about California, um, you know, I want him to be happy. And if he's not happy, he has to go. And so then he like he started looking at first. He said he was going to move, but then he didn't look at anything. 
And I was like, well, that's not good. And I also, with my therapist, was working on like possibly giving him an ultimatum mm-hmm. because our relationship has been stagnant. I haven't been having all of my needs met, which you can probably hear every time <laughs> I talk about him. And so, um, you know, I've done a lot of the heavy lifting with our issues and it's sort of his turn it's sort of like you need to do some work and if you're not going to do some work then you need to leave my house so that i can move on with my life not dissimilar to Uh what your situation is and um and so then i was kind of hinting at it and then he got this idea that maybe he was going to move and so i was like well maybe you should move maybe that would make you happy to move and maybe then you can work on yourself because you're obviously not doing it here like Mm -hmm. i made it too easy for him not to right so I said, okay, fine. So then he wasn't looking at apartments though. And I'm like, well, you can't just tell me that we're breaking up and you're moving out and not actually do it. Like now I want you, like I said, I want you to get the fuck out. Okay. So then he starts looking at apartments and I was like, okay, this is really happening. So then I started to tell like a friend or two and then eventually my family. And so I'm like, he's moving out. We're breaking up. This is going to be over. And then he found an apartment he really liked and he came home and he was like, well, now I got to decide if I'm going to take it. And I was like, well, if you like it and you're moving to Greenpoint and we're done, then I think you should take it. (laughs) And so he spent a whole day like trying to decide this And I just sort of like wanted him to make his decision for himself. You know what I mean? I was supportive. I want him to be happy. I'm, of course, sad, but whatever. So we go through that whole thing. And he was like, he just stressed about it. And he couldn't decide. He didn't want me to leave. Uh I tried to go for a walk. I tried to watch TV. Nothing. He couldn't decide. And so he told the lady he couldn't decide. He needed more time. And then we went to bed. And I felt like, well, what the fuck? We're going to move out. You found a place, and now you're not going to take it. I think the the was the was there any like breakup conversation? Because no, he didn't realize that. Ah, uh, that's the thing. Yeah. So then the next day, he but I had hinted at it. I said, "Well, what if you're in Greenpoint and you'd like a cuddle?" And he's like, "Well, then I'll." I was like, "You'll what? You're not coming here, and <laughs> I'm not going there. Like, what are you talking about?" Um, and then I said, well, what if I meet someone? He said, why would you be meeting someone? I was like, because you're moving to fucking Greenpoint. Uh, so that's like a basic like, step, right? If you move out from being together with your partner, correct. that means that's a breakup. Unless you did it in like the first six months and we're like, maybe we did this a little too early yeah. or whatever. It's or a you, Or you kind of uh, maturely converse about the parameters of your relationship sure or maybe you're in different mm-hmm. states maybe you have an yeah. open relationship whatever but yes i think that's very common knowledge that you move out <laughs> from living with someone for three years that you're we were supposed to be married three years ago like obviously mm-hmm. you're breaking up so he didn't take it i went to bed and i was like what the fuck now nothing's gonna change he's just gonna stay here i had already been planning <laughs> to get a cat i was gonna get plants i was gonna rearrange the furniture spread out my closets <laughs> i was planning i was looking at a new mattress a new couch like the whole thing and i know that you know it'll be financial strain on me so mm-hmm. I, I that was the other thing is i said well i'll give it a few months here and if it doesn't work out i'll leave new york and he was like what where are you going to go like he didn't think that i might move on with my own life that i would just be there what you move on like you can make decisions you by have yourself. a life so 
The next morning we wake up and I still had that feeling. So I said to him, I think you should take the apartment. Like nothing's going to change. We're just going to keep going around in circles, which we have been for a long time. So you should just take the apartment. So he calls and he says, yes, I'm going to take the apartment. And I go out for my day and I go to run errands, whatever. And I, I go to Whole Foods to get groceries because he's still going to be there for a few mm. more weeks. Right. And I had to like say to him, when are you going to move out? And when like, <laughs> let's put a date on it. OK, I guess it's not going to be by the first. Is it going to be the 15th you're aiming for then or a month? You know, so and by the way, could you pay rent? So <laughs> um, I go to Whole Foods and I was looking for something for him. And so I called him and he's on the train. And he's going to sign the papers for the apartment. And that's all fine. I've made my peace with it. Mm-hmm. And he broke up a little bit. And then he calls me back a minute later. And he's like, where are you? Which Whole Foods? And he's like, I'll be there in a minute. And he shows up at Whole Foods. And I said, well, weren't you going to sign? Don't you need to take care mm-hmm. of your stuff for your apartment? And he says, um, yeah, I, I decided not to do it. And I said, okay, so... Oh, he loves you. What does that mean? No, and he said, well, we could give it a few more months. So I expected when he so shows up So romantic, by the way. Right, so romantic. So I expected him to show up for Whole Foods feeling relieved and give me a big hug in the pickle aisle <laughs> and a kiss. And like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I felt sort of relieved, which is odd because the night before I was <laughs> the complete opposite. <laughs> and then he got there and he was like a lump on a log. And and he still to this day, it's been weeks now, has not really talked to me about it. Like never said, I'm sorry, or I didn't, I don't want to break up. I just want to live somewhere else. Plans on what, why, you know, what you're going to do in the next few months as. Correct. To make it better, to fix our problems. No. Doesn't, doesn't want to talk about him at home. Doesn't want to talk about him out. Says he's going to go to therapy too, but hasn't. Hasn't done it. So apparently it's very hard to go to therapy nowadays. It's really hard to find a good therapist. Yeah. It's hard with your insurance to make you jump through all these loopholes. Mm-hmm. I bet they're really busy because of COVID. But so anyway, so it's been a shit show and a roller coaster. And then I'd already told my family and my friends and my boss. And then I had to like walk it back. And then they're like, well, what changed? And I was like, nothing. nothing. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. And, and then I was like, well, why would you say three months if you're not going to make these changes like in three months? And by the way, the next day where he's going to make all these changes and like show me he really cares, he goes out with your fucking ass and forgets to cook the dinner before he goes, yeah, which I reminded him trash. three times. You're a horrible influence on my relationship. I, am I? Yeah. I support his having fun. Yeah, if he, but like, also, for the listeners, if you haven't noticed, I have a really, really good relationship with Lucy's fiance. But it's totally separate from my relationship. It's literally like I have two parents. It's great. It's like two different worlds. But um, it's not great. I thought you were going to be a good influence. I am. We we uh, have fun. You drink wholesome. We drink. We eat. We yeah. walk around. You he makes me walk food. though. We had pho yesterday. Yeah. It was healthy food. I was and actually so we have to plan separate dates, basically, with you, it's just which awesome. is what makes it really complicated. Because when I want to record, you're like, "Oh, I'm sorry, I have plans." With your I, I learned. I learned now that I, you know, whenever I hang out with uh, the boyfriend, there's like no talk of anything other than the things that we are doing. So that in case there were a topic that you, I pre- we preemptively talk about, um, I'm I'm not aware of it when we talk about it you pretend no i don't pretend we're just like we're not talking about anything 
personal. Like, you know, it's just Oh, he like, doesn't talk to you about stuff anymore. Not, we talk about other personal things that I never thought that he was going to talk to me about. More of like his childhood. Probably stuff I don't even know. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Oh, interesting. I mean, I, the thing is like, it took a while because I, um, typical dude, like very, uh, what do you call this? Not introverted, but, you know, very not in touch with his feelings kind of person. It's like, if, you know, if if you're if you're sad, just don't be sad and that's it. Well, um, that's just because he's British. I guess so. But, you know, most most men are like that. I'm like, I'm like the most. He's in touch with his feelings, though. But he's British, so, like, you don't, you don't, you don't talk, talk about, about him. Yeah, that's true. That's true. That's true. <laughs> Yeah, it took us a while before uh, we started talking. And the, the feelings that we talk about him is definitely about, it's more of like his friends and the things that he misses and, you know, his his uh, his older buddies back in, uh, back in uh, the, 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 that, across the pond. <laughs> you know, these, his DJ days. Uh-huh. Uh, those are the things, but nothing about like you guys' relationship because like, one, I'm just going to laugh at it. Because it's like, hey, you signed up for this, bro. You haven't figured that out yet? It's been three years. I am a dream. Again, uh, it's just finding a good match. My on, you don't like, think we are a good match? I don't know. I don't know. Because at this, point, I, at this point, you both have exhausted things to pleasure each other in not just in the intimate ways, but all of just like day-to-day living. Um, and you're still not 100% satisfied, so... I'm never satisfied. Yeah, I'm a perfection. We're there both perfectionists. I know, but it, like, again, it's all about the match. Like, even on paper, like, if, if I said what I wanted in a partner, I would prefer a tall redhead that is creative, strong and driven, independent, and has, you know, a healthy sexual appetite. Pretty much Lucy Buttons. Put Lucy Buttons there, I unsubscribe. <laughs> See, it, there's always something. It's timing, it's packaging, it's all a shit. Sh- it's all a, it's all a crapshoot out there. Uh. So the idea, but, but that's not supposed to be sad. It's a crapshoot out there. What I don't get is why people are still assholes, why people still lie, and why people still ghost. Because it's already so difficult out there. If you okay, let's stay on the topic. Yeah, saying, all right. I know you want to rant about it. I yeah. know. I hear you. Fuck. <laughs> Everything sucks. No, actually, no, no, no. I hear you. Uh, I hear you. I take it back. Everything in my life is kind of pretty amazing. I'm. You're just sad to be newly single, but you you were already seeing a couple people. And yeah, I mean, even even the people that I was seeing at the time, like one found her person, very happy for her. One is flaky, like she'll pop in one week and disappear another week. I know, you know, she's busy, but, you know, what's a text so message? How would you feel? Absolutely. So how would you feel if you were me? Um, And with, I think with that, with no, just I'm saying. We, you know, I mean, we've kind of like tangentially discussed it i mean you could akin uh like our situations to be extremely parallel except that you know me and my former partner were we stuck to our words like you know you do you you know i'm not gonna i'm not gonna pressure you but this is my plan me talking john l talking right um and then on her part she was like i'm gonna do my best but i'm not promising anything 
mm-hmm. right? And then we both developed a plan. And then after a certain time, if she is still not at a level where she can think she so can move on. So you think I should kick him out? I'm, I, the thing is, like, how could... There's, there, it seems that both of you had something inside of yourselves that didn't want to vocalize or formalize any form of separation. That's why he we was do never... love each other. Exactly. So I think there's like so much love there. But I want to get married and I want to move on with... Like, I don't want to live in our apartment anymore either. I like it, but it's too small for the two of us. It's fine for just me. Uh-huh. Um, and now's a great time to move in New York City. But am I going to take on a new lease with someone who was just going to move out? Am I going to go through all that? Like moving stressful on oh, a relationship. Very expensive. And am I going to lock myself into a place I can't afford? Um, not feeling secure in a relationship? I'm really not. Mm-hmm. So then it puts us in an actual more precarious place than before. And but now I have an expectation. Like you've decided to stay. Are you going to work on the relationship? Because you said you were going to work mm-hmm. on the relationship. But alternatively too. And I think I, I you know, we can hypothetically put it as an option where you know like, you, I didn't ask him to stay that's true but like if he wants to move you seceding to his wants might be that impetus to really dig in deeper maybe it's, it's but not, I'm kind of standing my ground like I'm going to stay where I am I'm good mm-hmm. and if you don't want to get married and you don't want to do the things especially now like please get the fuck out no. Again, and uh, if again, if I were in your exact same shoes, I'm not gonna be as aggressive like that, like GTFO. But I'm, I'm always gonna say, hey, you know, we we were talking about marriage, or take away the variable. We're engaged. Okay, yeah. so you're talking about staying to your word. I yeah. mean, come on. Yeah, but you know, take away labels of of marriage, engagement, or and whatever. Just a reminder: we weren't able to get married because of legal Legalism. immigration yeah. stuff. Yeah, but technically, could you know? Push comes to shove. There could have been a way. I mean, I went through the exact same thing, but you know, maybe there's going to be some time of work, whatever. But still, um, the, my my kind of angle here is, it doesn't matter whether it's the idea of marriage, the idea of engagement. You had a plan, and one person either did not follow through with the plan. Or doesn't or doesn't want to do <laughs> the things needed in order to be to get back on track of the plan, which would also be him. And that's something that I personally, being somebody that I know my value and I do not have a lot, I cannot risk wasting my time because a hundred percent and normally that is why i'm like Uh please get the fuck out because i don't want to waste my time that was how we started this whole parade of Mm -hmm. dicks thing my dick mission to find a partner because i do value myself i know i deserve Mm -hmm. love i know all of those things right and that's why we moved in quickly that's why Uh we got engaged quickly all of those things Uh um and then we hit that snag um, with immigration, which really changed a lot of things in mm-hmm. our relationship, which I sensed that it would. Um, but now we're in pandemic times. And um, I did go on Hinge when he uh, decided he was leaving and took a little peek. And there's nothing. I did not swipe really? on one person. Interesting. Not for me. It's not the platform for me. It seems very strange. And yeah, I just, I don't find any of that. I've had really, the the few matches that I've had, 
I've only probably had one dud. Most of it was like very, very pleasant. You know, nothing that I would, you know, bring home to mom kind of level, but I've never had a bad time. It's actually, that's the sucky part because... Well, the women are better, but the men are just... Well, it's, men are generally just horrible everywhere, so... I mean, But I can understand why, like, because the women on Bumble, for example, all have, like, filters on and little, like, bunny ears and, you know what I mean? Oh, like, the stupid shit. Okay, yeah. I mean, that was a while ago that I was on Bumble, mm-hmm. but whereas on Hinge, people actually look like people. And there are questions that you can... You can actually like or swipe yeah. on the questions, and that's what I usually do. Is They're not great, though. Uh, well, I used to do. I'm I sorry. I had a hard time choosing. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. But anyway, so I did, and there's nothing. And most people have left New York, and so there's nothing to do. There's no way to date anyone. Mm. Am I going to risk getting coronavirus? And I've been quarantined with him, and it has been really difficult sometimes. But I also liked it sometimes, too. And, you know, I don't feel like time means anything anymore. So I no longer am concerned about wasting my time because I feel like until this pandemic is over and mm-hmm. we can go back to our regular lives, it's all kind of a waste of time. Don't get me wrong. Oh. I've definitely found things that I've liked about it. I feel like I've gained some things. I've learned some things. I've relaxed in some ways. But um, it's all fucking off track from my normal plans of yeah. my life, you know? I'm. I'm Again, it's weird because we're total opposite the pandemic showed me what was truly important in life which is you know friends family and for me currently is like legacy i mean not legacy not in like a highfalutin way not in a super important way but legacy meaning i need to be i need to not just be going through the motions of life i need to mean something not you know i i crush it at work but being good at your job is not easy. It's not like and work ha- is just work. And work is just work. But like what I'm like now, what it, I realize is I'm so lucky that I have, I still have a job. One, I'm even luckier that I actually like my job. And even luckier than that, I am challenged. I'm not bored. I'm learning something every day. Yeah. I'm improving every day. So I'm very, very thankful for that. But that comes at a price a price of 14 hours a day, uh, maybe even more. Six to seven days a week. Um, a price where everybody is like definitely way smarter than you, but you have to really just like take it in the chin, put your head down and start studying even more and then you know catch up to everybody else. That's my everyday at work. It's instead of getting tired when I get home, I get even more inspired to like now I know how important resources is or a career is. I want to, Share it with the correct people, my my correct friends, the family members that I love. And then the thing is, what kind of sucks is the closer I, the less complaints that I can give, the more lonely I am. Because in the end, I'm doing all of this work, which I like doing. I want to be better. You don't have someone to share it with. I can't share it with somebody else. So I don't disagree on that. I mean, this has certainly shown us what's important. Mm. 
what I really got out of this, I went home and I visited my family and I came back and I was so sad to be in New York. And I was like, I want to leave New York. Mm -hmm. And I said to him, I want to leave New York. Like I want a house. I've been wanting a house Mm -hmm. for the last few years. We've been saving. We've been living and living on a small percent of our income to save towards a house together. Um, And I was like, let's just fucking do it. Everyone left the city, whatever. And he doesn't want to. And he, he does still want to in the future just for his work. His work is here. Yeah, yeah. I think um, something about pension. Right, totally. Mm. And and those are good things and mm. they make sense and I understand it. But at the same time, when he started his job, which is like yours, it's very long days. I said, if you're not happy, what's the point? And he's yeah. like, well, it's for our future. And I said, yes, but like if we don't get to our future together, exactly. it doesn't matter. And I really do believe that. So the pandemic has shown me that those things are important, but I haven't been able to focus on them. I'm working less now mm. because there's less work to be had, but I'm also changing that you know i Mm. used to work basically three jobs and and nonstop, and i've reprioritized Mm -hmm. and and thinking about all of those things um but i need my partner to do that too and we need to be able to do that together so i same thing i want to focus on my relationship and myself and relationships are what matter whether they're your partners or your friends or your family that's what matters Mm -hmm. but if you don't have someone to share that with, then it, it kind of leaves you in a weird spot. Yeah, I mean, both both like emotionally, but also in like in in planning wise. Like, it's funny. Uh, you know, I've been talking about it with your boo and uh, like other friends as well. Is you know, I'm I'm the planner. I'm extremely organized about everything. I've got my year, three year, five year plan, um, and the weird thing about my plans is it's kind of shot only because I know you're not supposed to plan your life around somebody else, but I mean, it's supposed to be partner, then maybe a car, then maybe a house. You know what? For the looks of things, I might be getting a house by myself. I think maybe you should. I, I mean, like I've, I've, I put, again. I understand why you want to do it in that order, but I also think that, um, you have to make your own happiness yeah. and you're more likely to attract a partner when you're there. And, and right now you're in that part of your life where you just want those things 100%. and you might. And, and I was just thinking, I mean, the thing is like, I'm so flexible too, that the only reason that I hesitate planting my own kind of like uh, uh, stake, uh, putting, planting my own flag on the ground is you know, I could actually work and move anywhere. That's how I'm. How much, how lucky I am in my job is like, if if you know, what if my soulmate, if there is such a thing, wants to move back to Seattle or Montana just sell your house or North you Dakota. That's true. I could, but again, there's you know, right now my number one choice is of course New York. And New York real estate will bounce back but it'll take time there's not a lot of women in seattle seattle's a, i was uh, thinking I know, of moving to seattle to get a man yeah cuz I, I it's like 4 to 1 there yeah. 4 men to 1 female so but i mean again but, but you know it's just like it's funny i know the statistics for where to, where there's more men to women but not vice versa other than new york I, oh, new york is more f- women I, oh, yeah. I, I think um but Either way, the idea is like, um, I relationships. Don't through, go to New Zealand. 
Hey, that's too far. <laughs> that's too far. But relationship is one of those things that you can't work hard. You, you, it's the one thing that you can work hard, invest everything in, but never guarantee a return because it involves somebody else. Yeah. I can't work hard on dating. Right? I can go out in as many dates as I could. Sure. But in the end, it's, you know, finding the right person and then, you know, them being at the right time as well. So there's just too much, too many variables to, to account for, which kind of like blows because, you know, I've worked hard for everything that I've had. You know, I work harder than everybody else just to sustain my thing. And then this supposedly natural thing is always like screwing me but again it's just okay for so, problems yeah i um i lost my what's the beeping oh that's our our, our vlog camera <laughs> look at that we are we are so oh, i didn't realize right am i giving it like a crotch shot um so what was i gonna say i was gonna say you're gonna have to edit this part out because i lost my train of thought it's so fucking late <laughs> Um, I have worked very hard on my relationship. I know that. And now the complicated part is if I'm going to actually give him, I don't know why suddenly now he would change and work on the relationship. It's not that I was seeking him to Mm -hmm. change. I'm just seeking him to find whatever he had in the beginning. Um, but if he wants to do that and I want to let him do that, I have to actually get my head back in the game Interesting. because I was definitely starting to disconnect in a healthy way for myself and just take care of my own needs, mm-hmm. stop doing things for him because there are things I would normally do because he wasn't meeting me halfway. So I was just starting to get used to that idea. And I had gotten used to the idea that he was going to move out and it was over and it was hard, but it was fine. And I did everything I could do. And now I have to work on the relationship again, really hard if I want to give him the opportunity to repair. And that's where I'm really stuck because I don't trust it now and I don't really want to. And I do the exercises like I'm uh, studious, right? (laughs) So like I look stuff up and like I try to implement all the things my therapist tells me. And so if I do those exercises, I find my heart opening more. I know it sounds so cheesy. I find my heart opening more and feeling more love for him, which I always have. I mean, he's a sweetheart and he's handsome and whatever. But at the same time, it makes me more vulnerable. And I don't want to be hurt again in the situation because I feel like I already know he's not going to do it. Mm-hmm. So I don't really want to even go there. And that's been a diff- an interesting challenge because I've, nor- I've never let this be a thing before. Yeah, again, I'm extremely split here because, you know, like you're right. Your words exactly, you know, the past three plus years it's been this what's gonna change like you know and it, it seems like it hasn't still but on the other hand the reason why you're still hanging on is because i think everybody knows this is a worthwhile dude to hang on to he is but i also think he's depressed and he doesn't recognize it for that um, he's been homesick for a while, not been able to go home f- with COVID, but I think he's just got some shit going on. You know, yeah. I think he, everyone needs therapy and he's really resistant to it. Or um, just like, just, again, I'm, you know, or soul searching or whatever. It's just part of maturing. Whatever that will make you be better or fix the wrongs. Like I have my own therapy. Like that's why I, 
make a fool out of myself on YouTube and do a lot of like techie things here and there. Um, uh, but you know, because I, it calms me like learning a new gadget. But you're also just introspective anyway, and not everyone is. So I think, you know, yeah, you're you're constantly trying to work on yourself. Yeah. You're you're like you're trying to attract a mate. Part of what bugs you about him is that he doesn't try so hard. And that's the difference. Like you just said, you come home and you're like, "Okay, well now I have to work harder at my job and um and do all of these things." You give yourself some breaks, but you're constantly working on yourself. Yeah. He thinks he should just come home from work and not have to do like household things or work mm. on the relationship or whatever. And so I just have felt sort of neglected. Yeah. I feel like he's just sort of shut down and it's nothing in particular. He just got there at some point he got there and he's just stuck there. And so. Again, but like this, these lang love languages thing kind and now is like ringing more and more true because you know, you and I both know your partner. He's a good dude, but I... He's lazy. I don't know, because in certain and angles... He's not horny enough. Uh, that that you we can kind of like, that's that's been documented for a while yeah. now. But the other end of, you know... I, I'm, I'm like humping like telephone posts. Like I'm a horny uh, person. Oof. I didn't think I was that bad, but apparently... No, I mean, I again, I feel your pain. Are there you telephone know? posts in New York? I don't think so. Oh, okay. Yeah, but whatever. Whatever pole that you find. Subway poles. Sub Oof. Oof. Very cool. That's really hard up if you're no. humping that. All right, so that's our updates. Yep. Basically, I'm in a weird purgatory limbo. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and you're single again. <sighs> On onward and upward with the parade of dicks. I know. Yeah. Well, it just means it, you'll have better dating stories now. We've been a little boring lately, yeah. so I feel. I like already have, know. but we will we will save it in another episode because, like, you know, I've I've the good thing about the pandemic is I learned how to ask things nicely, so that netted a lot of very cordial rejections, but also. A lot of very, very fun interactions with multiple people. I'm on the flip side. So I gained so much weight that my ass is huge and it's getting a lot of attention everywhere I go. And it's annoying to me. Oh, I always say, fall, 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 fall. Well, and you always like, no, I don't mind it, but I, I, I don't like the attention on the street. I don't want to be bothered. It makes me yeah, feel yeah, unsafe. Yeah. It makes me feel kind of yucky. Yeah. Um, and I know you always want that. Uh -huh. And your now ex made you feel that way, which is lovely. And of course, I want it from my partner, but I don't want it from just like Stranger. strangers. Yeah, that's true. Stranger danger. <laughs> so I was like at the gym and some guy tried to, there's like new members at our gym because a different gym closed. And he's like, oh, I'm so glad you came over here because I wanted to talk to you. I saw you. I like come after work. So I have a full face of makeup on and my hair is done, but I throw it in a ponytail and I try to wear, I try to wear clothes at the uh -huh. gym that cover me and are unattractive because I want to be left alone. And they're to focus and work, especially now, especially uh -huh. trying to lose some weight. I am really focused. I'm trying to do my PT and this motherfucker pulled down his mask to try to talk to me and i was like you can put your mask back on and then 
He says that to me and I was like, yeah, yeah, don't bother me at the gym. Something about wearing a mask for me, <laughs> like I feel like I'm in, I, I should be invisible. Uh-huh. I'd like to be invisible. I'm not trying to fucking chat to any, like I'm going to be single for forever if my relationship doesn't work out uh-huh. because I just fucking hate people. <laughs> and so all these people are like, uh, you know, have a good day, whatever on the street. Don't fucking tell me to have, like, just fucking leave me alone. I know you're just uh-huh. looking at my butt. Leave my butt alone. How are people meeting somebody else i don't want to be met okay i i I don't know because we can't go to bars we can't go to restaurants we can't do anything but i don't want to be talked to on the street i just don't like it it's new york i don't know what it is that's like what i learned when i first moved here maybe that's why i when i first moved here people were like just mind your business right you always hear that in new york mind your business and so Minding your business means not fucking talking to strangers no. or bugging people. Say hi, be cordial, be friendly. No. Give a random person a hug. That's that's how Today is some guy like of the three people around him, it's always me that they choose to talk to. And he he wanted to know about the subway. And he's like, it says this. And, da, 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 da. and he was really loud. And you know how I hate loud people. And I was like, I'm not a train expert, dude. Like... <laughs> That's what it says. I think it's running in the line. I don't know. I'm not an expert. Like, fucking fuck <laughs> off. And then he uh, he was, like, scared of me. I scare people when I open my mouth because... That's true. Yeah. <laughs> 100%. Verified. And the mask has made me more empowered, not less. I haven't gotten more polite. Oh. I, I do wish people well, but then when they're assholes, I get even more pissed off. So it's like, uh, no. whatever. And they're not wearing their masks on the train. I'm yelling at people. I'm <laughs> yelling at people at the gym. Like I only wish good people well. All the other people, I hope they, you know, suffer a brain tumor and die. That's kind of like my Fingers thing. Cross. <laughs> mm, fingers crossed. Fingers crossed and toes crossed. Well, again, I just hope that this brings on better topics and stories. Oh, I hope we can tiny. have more story time. We will. I mean, and we're wireless now. We can go anywhere. Except that I can't because my head is connected for the earphones. Well, we still need to be near the recorder, but... I hope that you appreciated our updates and stories mm-hmm. and took something away from it because we've all been there before. Um, Share us you your stories. I'm Share sorry, us your grief. We'll have new ones soon. <laughs> at gmail.com. All your grief makes us feel good. <laughs> We're all one here. All- I think people just listen to us because it's the same shit they go through. I, I don't, well, I hope not. But if, it, they, if they have their own shit... We are here for them. Every single one of you. Everyone has some shit. I know. Even the best relationships have issues. That's so. true. That's true. We wish you lots of luck. And we'll be back soon with another episode. Bye.